When you think about bone broth and collagen, defining glycine balance. Six bucks a pound. There's a lot of really good meat on there. Get that collagen core on. Welcome to the video. I thought for this video we could actually do bone broth again. We made bone broth months ago and we did a video about that. It's one of our most viewed videos and I wanna share again some of the basic things to keep in mind with bone broth. So if you learn how I do it and I show you these tricks and you follow along here, I'm just gonna jump in. I'm gonna show you kind of the basics of what I do. An instant pot bone, they go through about a quarter. A lot of the way I do bone broth is just through keeping a five gallon plastic bag in my freezer. So this is from Shirtel Creek. These are knuckles and this is gonna give us a ton of great stuff in these bones. These are six bucks a pound, which is dirt cheap for grass fed beef. And obviously thanks from the weight for the bones. It's a five gallon plastic bag that I use to keep my bones as I eat them. So all the bones that I couldn't consume throughout the last month and a half that I've been eating, I just save those bones. As I eat my meats and have my cuts, I just put things in there that I don't end up finishing, whether it's the bones or the tendons or ligaments or things like that. And then when I have the bone broth, those won't be fat. They'll actually just be really soft and easy to eat and chew and consume. And so I'll get all of that in the bone broth. The other thing you're gonna need is a pressure cooker of some sorts. This is an instant pot. I highly recommend it. You can get them at Costco. You can get them at Amazon. And it basically has a stainless steel here. With this, you can take the bone broth right out of this, put a plastic wrap on top, and then throw it in the fridge when we allow the fat to kind of settle when we're done. It's easy to clean. You just have this piece, your pressure cooks in here. There's a couple things you wanna watch out for with bone broth. One, the liquefied rendered fat that comes from the meat and the bones, that can usually, for a lot of people, cause gut issues, so keep that in mind. And number two is histamine. If you slow cook a bone broth for a long period of time, that can also cause gut issues or just fill up your histamine intolerance levels to a point where the bucket starts to overflow. If you go to our histamine video on histamine intolerance, you can learn more about what histamine is. When you're slow cooking meats, you're going to get higher levels of histamine. Over time, if you have higher dietary histamine that you load up on throughout your day, you're gonna have this spillover where your body can't handle anymore, and then you're gonna experience allergic type symptoms. So you can see I've got quite a few different pretty big like hip quarters. These are uh, axis deer from the hunt that I had. So those are the actual shoulders and hips. And there's, there's a lot of really good meat on there, connective tissue. And then below, we've got those big hind quarters in there. So I'm gonna put all these in here. I'm gonna fill the water level to about two thirds. And then I'm gonna apply the actual bone meal and all that stuff onto this as well. These are the only two ingredients you really need. I've got some whole bone calcium from uh, traditional foods market and Redmond Real Salt. I've got a lot more of this, but we're gonna put quite a bit in there and just add the minerals into the water. And then, you know, I have the luxury of using spring water, so I will be using this Mountain Valley spring water for the actual water for the broth. I probably go through about a quarter of one of these every time I actually make bone broth. Bone broth is really a superfood. When you think about bone broth, you're getting collagen, which is helping balance the muscle meat, methionine, glycine balance in your body, which has been shown in studies to actually promote longevity in, in mice models and rat models. And we think it's also critical for humans. Now, if you eat a lot of grass-fed meat, you eat all the tenons, you really eat up to the bone and you get all the chewy connective tissue, you're getting a lot of collagen just from your meat that you're consuming. But it isn't a bad idea to just do some glycine and get that collagen from the bone broth. And on top of that, you're getting minerals, boron, 
the calcium, all the stuff that's on the bones that you just don't regularly consume, you're getting in this stuff. The other thing is, in this batch, I'm actually not gonna use apple cider vinegar. You can use it. I have been told that using like one part apple cider vinegar, three parts water is still a lot of apple cider vinegar. It's really your preference. You don't have to use it, you can use it. It probably helps a little bit with bringing out what's in the actual food because it's a bit more acidic. But either way, you're pressure cooking this stuff for an hour at a high pressure and it's going to cook through and you're gonna get most of everything off the bones and all the minerals and stuff like that. All right, so on the pressure cooker here, what I do is you can come up here and you can select time here. An hour and 10 minutes is what I do. Um, I select that and then I go down to pressure and then you have options between high and low, whichever one bounces and highlights is what you wanna select. And then for delay, I don't have any delay and I keep warm to off because I don't want it to slow cook this bone broth beyond that. When you slow cook it versus pressure, the longer this cooks, the more histamine you're gonna build in the actual bone broth. So I don't do that. I prefer to just cook it, then let it cool, and then I open it up, throw it in the fridge, let it cool quickly, and then I have a very fresh bone broth with a lower level of histamine. It does get messy, so before I forget, when this is done, we're gonna unplug it, take it outside, and release the actual pressure because when you open the top of this thing, it's gonna spray all kinds of broth and crap up into your cabinet. So don't do what I've done many times before and make that mistake. And here we have it. We've got the uh, bone broth fully done here. It's still cooling down. I'm gonna take it out of this steel vat with some oven mitts and then I'm gonna set it on the stove to really cool down in the room temp and then I will throw this in the fridge with some plastic wrap on the top of it and let it just solidify because there'll be some fat that'll just kind of form at the top here and it'll rise to the, to the top as it solidifies. Uh, this is obviously just really, really hot. I wouldn't want to have this anyway, but there's also a lot of rendered fat in here. But uh, an hour pressure cook and the meat will just slip right off these bones. You can kind of see it already. Just peels. You can just pull it off and uh, it's, it's really hot, but you get the idea, it's beautiful. So that was making bone broth. I hope you enjoyed it. Let me know in the comments below if you have had experience, if you checked out the other video we have, or if you have any more questions or concerns, or perhaps some recipes. I know a lot of people, if they can tolerate it well, will put in like celery, they'll put in carrots, they'll put in other really tasty, good things to their bone broth, and if you feel good with that stuff, I say go for it. There's no sense in trying to make bone broth and have it not be what you want. But for me, I like to have mine really clean and then when I store it, I just have a good amount that I can just work from and have throughout my weeks and it's just a great addition. So if you're new to the channel, hit that like button, hit that subscribe button, comment below, share this with a friend or family member if you think that they don't get enough grass-fed meats and they don't get enough collagen in their diet and let's spread the word and get more people eating bone broth. I'll talk to you guys in the next video and thanks for watching.